0: Barbarian Overlord from Los Angeles, California on the Tortoise and Hair Show This is our first single, it's called The Harvester Cool uh, And just say Tortoise and Hair Experience Tortoise and Hair Experience I'm sorry Let's get it Do you want me to do it again? No, that was perfect Okay,
1: cool. <laughs> okay now
2: We're back on the Tortoise and Hare experience. Uh, you just heard the uh, song, The Harvester, uh, by the Barbarian Overlords, who we will be talking to momentarily, but uh, as always, we always like to start off the show with an experience. We do. Um, Max, I, I think you should go first in this
3: uh, All right. Um, let's see. What's my experience lately? Lately, okay, this is what's going on in my world. So... I'm doing a film called The House of Manson with the fantastic Diveny Pinn and Brandon Slag. And um, I don't know if you are familiar with the Manson story, are you?
2: Uh, Marilyn Manson? No,
3: no. The other Manson. The Charlie Manson of...
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, that guy was a sex symbol. He got so many chicks. Yeah,
3: it's true. It's it, true.
2: It, it just shows you that if you're crazy, hot girls will dig you.
3: yeah. Yeah. yeah, is that that's that's the key Isn't right the there? Just be freaking crazy and <laughs> just like drop your panties. That's it.
2: Well, he had he was oozing so much confidence that he was able to do such crazy shit mm-hmm. that girls just flocked to him.
3: Well, the, it was the girls that he went after that were uh, you know really desperate for that attention. So it was, you know, they were kind of like the misfits and, you know, kind of gravitated towards that kind of uh, love that he uh, expressed and it became this destroyed family of uh, nonsense. Um, and, you know, they, the murders were intense and um, I'm playing Rosemary LaBianca, which is uh, a really difficult part to play. Are you guys familiar with Rosemary?
4: Not Rosemary. Yeah,
3: it was, well, it was the, it was the, no, it was the Tate LaBianca murders. Mm-hmm. So they killed Sharon Tate right. and then they killed uh, the LaBianca's, which was uh, a gentleman named Lino and his wife, Rosemary. Mm-hmm. And I play Rosemary. And um, it was so brutal. And I've been doing like all the character study for this and, you know, reading up mm-hmm. on all, the, you know, their, uh, what happened and uh, sitting there looking at all of these crime scene photos and thinking in my head, you know, I have to be her. I have to feel that emotion and all of that. I'm, I've been, like, wrecked. I haven't slept. Like, you can see there's circles under my eyes. And it's because of this part, you know, just because I take, you know, what I do very serious. And, um, and it's, you know, it's kind of disturbing. You know, I get stabbed 47 times. Well, but you live. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> no but you well you, i live i like live you but you know yeah so i've been doing that my throat's a little sore from screaming um yeah okay. so yeah it's fun good times that's my experience <clears throat>
2: uh my experience is a very today uh i've been having a very manly experience how to go change out my tires
3: that's but, manly yeah come dude, on changing out your tires come you're, you're going to
2: get it changed
3: everybody and changes their tires come on
2: but it's very manly because you're looking at the rubber and it's just like
5: yeah you know <laughs> i don't know he feels that way when he looks at condoms too <laughs>
2: right? yeah, <so>. yeah. <laughs> like yeah i'm changing my tires just no. you know it just made me realize uh that i need to get into the tire business because oh, yeah? that's the one thing that's always going to be certain throughout the world you're always going to need tires yeah. And that, that's what I'm kind of focusing on, like, how am I going to make some extra dough? Really? And I, Yeah, and so I figured tires are always going to be needed. Tissue paper for your ass is always going to be needed. Right. And um, that's it for now.
3: Because <laughs> we, we may, we may <laughs> nice. not
2: need gas, you know, within <clears throat> the near future, but mm-hmm. we'll always need tires.
3: This is true. I have a friend of mine who uh, owns some tire companies, uh, Jake, and uh, it's, a great, it's a great business
2: yeah yeah so. it is that inspired me to like i don't know
3: how manly it is but it's I, you know, know whatever rubber.
2: (laughs) afterwards i was inspired to go trim my balls i was like let me just you know my ball hair was getting a little uh,
3: la 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 (laughs) i'm gonna go back to the manson thoughts right now because that is far more disturbing to me than any bloody crime scene could ever be
2: no i did snip my balls i will say that and it's just like (sighs) like i realized how sensitive my (laughs) balls are like it's one thing to get like hit in the balls but it's another thing to just barely snip your balls and like the blood that was gushing out
3: that's that's gross Yeah, yeah that's gross
2: yeah so yeah, thanks
3: of, of Thanks all for all sharing that experience <laughs> with us. <laughs>
2: well, speaking of uh, having a manly day, we have a very manly band on today, we Barbarian do. Overlords, which you can find at barbarianoverlords.com. And yeah. uh, we just, uh, again, heard the song The Harvester, uh, and we are actually previewing their album, which uh, on Saturday, people, <coughs> guess yep. what? They are going to be uh, doing the album release for Rise Up. And uh, you can uh, be there at Molly Malone's. I will have the link on the show notes. uh, But I guess it's now time to welcome the Barbarian Overlords. Guys, welcome
5: to the show. Thanks for having us. Yeah, we want to know
2: about uh, any experiences you
0: guys have been uh, going through lately. I think we've just been kind of putting our live show together and kind of preparing it for people and for us and pretty much our main folks. We did a few shows. Here and there, Anaheim, and um, one in what, North Hollywood, Mm -hmm. just Mm kind of smaller shows, just kind of, yeah, down the street, working out the kinks, and getting in the room, and playing the songs, and working them out, learning how to play them live, because it's different when you record them, some of them were kind of recorded on the run, or composed.
3: Where did you record?
0: Uh, Brandon Ketchel yeah, uh, in produces our record.
5: It was in uh, me and Joe Spadaro's uh, old house that we were renting. So we just recorded the whole thing in our living room.
3: Oh, that's awesome.
0: Yeah. We went to a different couple different rooms afterwards, but with uh, mixing. And well,
5: yeah, we mixed it somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But as far as recording goes, we recorded the whole entire thing in our living room. Did
2: yeah. you guys track that, or was it uh, a live recording?
5: No, we it was tracked. So, yeah, mm-hmm. we would, we would go on there and play live. So me GK and Joe when we we lay a drum track down first and that would essentially be our click track because we don't play click so we do everything live so we would play together live get a drum track and then everyone would go and track over the top of that drum track
3: Mm -hmm. I can't imagine you playing with a click ever Mm -hmm. Um, I recently saw you uh, playing at the Bonzo Jam at yeah, NAM, yeah, yeah. which was phenomenal. Thank you. That, um, those shows yeah. Are awesome. One of the best drummers uh, up there. Um, it was uh, so impressive. You know, I had not seen you before, and I, I seriously went, Who the hell is that? Oh, cool. You know, that was really, really cool. I, yeah, um, those shows
5: are a lot, a lot of fun. I mean, I love, I mean, John Bonham. I mean, he's the very reason why I play drums for right. sure. And Led Zeppelin is why I like music. In fact, I think Led Zeppelin is the greatest thing ever created. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. In in anything. Are they better
2: than the Beatles?
5: Oh, for sure. To me, I think so.
2: This guy will disagree.
5: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) uh, These interviews, you don't want to get too touchy.
3: (laughs) (laughs) No, this is where (laughs) you lay it all out. I like, I like like to be a little bit. Very um, nice. And Joe, you're you're working with uh, Sir Paul right now, aren't you? Uh,
4: Yeah, we're doing a film. That sounds wonderful. Yeah. You in the same sounds. (laughs) We're doing a (laughs) film uh, called High in the Clouds for for Paul McCartney over at RGH Entertainment, where I do visual effects. Um, but that leads us into a portion of the band, I think, that's very important, is the visual portion. Mm-hmm. Um, both myself and Brandon are, are in visual effects, and, and uh, GK uh, does graphics as well. So they, they put together um, you know the, 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 the album covers, the T-shirts, the, the, the <laughs> music videos, all of that, based on wh- what we do for a living. So uh, that's, that's always fun.
3: How'd you come up with that name?
4: Actually,
5: uh, <coughs> an old friend of mine, you guys have played the game Guitar Hero, right? Yeah. Sure. yeah. Obviously. Well, back in I don't know whenever that game came out, that was our band name in Guitar Hero. Me and my friend. So one day when I met Joe eventually, um, and he's like, "Oh, we got to get a band name. We got to get a band name." And there were a lot of really stupid names put up on that, on <laughs> was, that wall. On that whiteboard, yeah. From shit like Yellow Violet and stuff what? like that. Yellow yeah, Violet. ask, ask up, <laughs> <top screen>. Captain <laughs> Charisma here. You know, yeah, we, you know. had, we had a whiteboard <laughs> yeah. with a, you know, maybe 50 or 100 Captain names. Captain Charisma,
4: that was at the top of the list. <laughs> yeah. yeah, a whiteboard with like 50 or 100 names, and then the one that lived, you know, it had to f- pass a lot of tests. One, it had to be acquirable as a, as a dot com, and. You know, and it just had to stick, and you had to like it for a while.
5: Yeah, know? so there was all those names were up there, and then we were just sitting around. And we didn't even really have a band yet. It was just the two of us. So I do not even really know why we were having that conversation to begin with, because we were just kind of playing music. I hadn't played drums in a long time. I didn't give it up, but I kind of stopped. And then Joe had this electric drum kit in a closet and in his apartment, so I jumped into the closet <laughs> and played, played drums on it. You haven't You've come, come out come <laughs> Yeah, right? And then... And then, yeah, just one day, I was like, let's call our band Barbarian Overlords. And then, I don't know, he was really into it.
3: And it was all, bleh.
5: I think I was more like that, but I don't think Joe was like that. And you slept
3: in some tires that night. Yeah.
5: (coughs) Felt really manly. Changed my
3: tires. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's
2: funny because, like, you and Joe look very Barbarian-esque, where it's like the other two... Don't.
5: Well, yeah, sometimes GK you know. has a beard, a, a beard that's pretty insane, and but he always goes through this facial hair identity crisis where he doesn't really know <laughs> what he wants to do. Right. I had a mustache I for
4: had a while. A beard. Yeah, I think it depends on the day. I think we all go up, we go through our
6: barbarian I have a beard
7: once a
4: here.
5: year. I think. But I think when we're playing, I think we're overlording when we're all playing. Okay. So. Yep. Nice. But I guess I don't know. I don't think I've never looked at barbarian overlords as like this death metal thing i was a professional wrestler for a really long time get out of here yeah yeah, i really was for like ww yeah but i did more like independent wrestling okay yeah yeah like and the- and uh so i always looked at band names like professional wrestling tag team names because uh-huh. like barbarian overlords would be a really sweet wrestling that tag would team. be yeah.
7: mm-hmm.
2: i was a fan of like legion of doom yeah uh, demolition a- yeah. i used to like Roddy piper he was, Dude, he was
5: the man yeah. oh yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, so about uh, Jake the Snake. That's he, I mean, he has cancer.
5: Yeah. yeah, he'll live though. If I mean, if crack can't kill that guy, <laughs> either will cancer. Okay. <laughs> he did crack, really? What was I didn't really know that. Big guy, Andre. Andre the Giant. Andre,
3: Andre the, the Giant. giant yeah. yeah, he's pretty neat. I like yeah. him too. It was like old school wrestling. <clears> That's old school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do a lot of these autograph shows, and there's always the wrestlers that are yeah. they're mm-hmm. signing. They're real protective of me, you know, because sometimes I get some. You know, kind some of creepers Yeah, yeah. barbarian-esque <laughs> uh, <laughs> people So they're always like, you know, throwing defense for me There's they're, a lot of similarities
4: awesome. in the art form too, you know Back <laughs> in the days when I used to go and, and, and you know watch some of Brandon's matches The showmanship, the stuff that they do to rile the crowd All the kind of stuff, it just lends itself to what we do as well Yeah, you gotta make yeah. the fans party Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's, that's what, what it's all about with an experience, you know?
3: <coughs> Yeah, what makes your, your show different?
4: Hmm <laughs> I, really I think it's the music. I think yeah. the music, Just the music, yeah. I would say.
5: No one's really doing too much what we're doing today here in the right. States, I feel. I mm-hmm. think a lot of kind of what we're doing is being done in Europe with bands like Rival Sons and Graveyard and things like that. But not really too many things are going on in L.A. that I know of, similar to what we're doing. Um, I know Sunset isn't really doing anything like we're doing. A lot of the bands that get booked there. Um, I don't know. I'm pretty sure Silver Lake isn't as well. They're more of kind of the new wave
4: rock thing now, yeah. right?
5: I yeah,
3: independent no. artists. Not really rock,
0: though. Yeah, but we wanted to it's
4: stay true to <coughs> the music, something that, that, that was groove oriented that, that went with the music itself rather than <coughs> you know, just, you know, it's a hummy yeah. song that you can think of or whatever and um, that's why we went back to the roots that we felt was the, was the strength of, you know,
5: yeah, blues rock. We're pretty much a jam band, you know, we yeah. just kinda get together and we just start with some riffs and then it just kinda compiles together from there.
3: Yeah, I notice that in in uh, your writing and how all of the songs are laid out, <coughs> it's uh, it goes from one thing to the next, yeah. and uh, which is really interesting and keeps you like wanting to listen to the rest of it. It's like, wow, what is, what's going to happen next I on this that's record? That's it's really like amazing.
0: Yeah, I think it's yeah. really important to have a depth where you can do, you can jump from a really rock and roll number to more of a real classic old school blues to right. a folky kind of thing a lot of bands you know don't have those capabilities
3: in yeah them, yeah they' very one-dimensional
0: when you write a record when you compose a whole record I think it's important to have a running cohesive yeah. idea and theme but at the same time <coughs> you know have different you know valleys and plateaus where yeah. it takes the mm-hmm. listener somewhere versus you're just you know right. flat flatline I think that's really rare in rock and roll there's a few bands that we can name that are capable of doing that
5: i think yeah. you got to establish that stuff early on too in your tunes though like if you want to try and do like the softer side of things and some folky stuff like it's awesome to do that stuff but otherwise you end up kind of like metallica they did it like you just grinding out power out power out and then they go and yeah. do something a little softer Then their fans are like oh these guys are sellouts and yeah, whatever yeah. you know so i think zeppelin and you know things like that they did it right with you know they did two first records they had a bunch of blue stuff some real rock numbers real hard rock stuff and then they took it to Zeppelin 3 and it's, it's pretty much an acoustic mm-hmm. album
0: I think you we know? all want to be well-rounded musicians too and yeah, be into true. different types of music and the more you gather from you know whether it's Robert Johnson or uh, Patsy Klein or whoever it is <laughs> you, right. you pull from all those people and you put them into your music and it's gonna create you know you're gonna you're gonna grow as an artist right you know versus just staying. the fact we that you just you box. just
3: mentioned patsy klein the barbarian overlords <laughs> just mentioned well that's that's a that's, a that's <laughs> looking guy, like barbarian so <laughs> peaceful you know remember that
0: well i love i I'm love impressed. patsy klein and i i think if if there's one if if you guys were to say what is the last voice you'd want to hear uh, before you go, and it'd, be, it'd be Patsy Cline for me for wow. sure. Wow! But I mean, I think there's a lot of blues in her too, though. Oh See, yeah, that's a thing. Really? Is, yeah, is you can take, you know, Jeff Buckley, mm-hmm. Patsy Cline, and <coughs> all that stuff. You know, if you investigate long enough, you're heading straight to the blues. All right. those people, and that's kind of what we do here. We're 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 all creating from our soul, and that's blues is a. Is a medium that's very soulful, so you know I like those kind of singers, and we like those kind of artists. And the more we can learn from all these people, the more you're going to create your own character. Because if if you just paint one painting, you're going you're to be one-dimensional. If you paint a hundred and you listen to a hundred and you have a bookshelf of books. You're going to be an artist that nobody can really figure out because you're full of all kinds of interesting paints that you can use and draw mm-hmm. from so you know i think it's important for us to be to create many different types of music yeah. and not be into yeah. just one box because yeah. a lot of bands out there they're stuck in a box mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know they're stuck in a box we don't want i i don't think any of us if artists have never want to be Stuck in a box and pigeonholed. Well, he's Mm -hmm. indie or he's folk or he's just do what you like, yeah. Just play, and (laughs) and we just want to play and write great songs and write great records and hope people enjoy them. That's it.
3: Do you ever argue about? The music, the uh, style. Are you kidding me? <laughs> 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 I'm not that I don't know, but you
0: seem very so accepted. But I love <laughs> you guys so much.
1: <laughs> Aww, <laughs> isn't that sweet, you seem such very accepting. a
5: liar? We get into brawls,
1: know. I think.
7: Really? We yeah,
5: we get into really stupid, tensual stuff, if well, that's a, a word. As <laughs> far as the music goes, I mean,
4: I think everyone's pretty passionate about yeah, yeah. what they, yeah. they want to do, so they want to get their point. But
5: in the end, it comes out the way, I mean, it really needs to come out. It may, sometimes it's. Whatever, there's a little hurdle mm-hmm. here, but it always ends up being what it needs to be, I think. Yeah. And then Brandon tags yeah, me, and I'm out, and he's in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice.
3: Yeah.
0: I think sometimes with art, you know, there's there's always a little bit of tension, you know, to create something really like special. I don't know if we're creating anything really <laughs> special, but, you know, I think there's always a little tension in, in something, in in great rock and roll bands. And I'm not saying we're amongst the great rock and roll bands, but there's always a little tension running through there. And I think when you get up on stage you say, all right, gentlemen, here we go, that's when you're all coming together mm-hmm. and that's when it's all okay, mm-hmm. you know? As long as you get to that point where it's like, oh, man, you're a real, can I say ass? Yeah. 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 You're a real ass, man. And, and we, sometimes you gotta get called out. You gotta get called out and you gotta get back in line. Yeah, no. yeah. And Turtle and I
2: are like that I happen. don't think we are No <laughs> I don't, I, You know what, me, me and Max have such a weird uh, relationship Where it's like I, I just accept her for who she is and what mm. she does And mm-hmm. she loves me for that <laughs> I
4: think mean, that's kind of our Aww. relationship Aww. But you, you don't have anybody to tag like a tag team see I can tag Brandon he's well, out you, I'm in well we you tag know Denim know I mean? down take on the wrestling yeah. thing
3: <laughs> Denim's in
4: <laughs> well I'll tell you what we're gonna stop do guys stop taking pictures man get over here fuck <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, he's gonna tag you you'll be behind the mic right <laughs>
3: yeah <laughs> no no just kidding <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah
2: um it's the tortoise and hair experience with denim dan that's, that's right really <laughs> yeah the new thing <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll tell you what let's uh hear another cut from um what mm-hmm. is this your second album yes
7: cool and Sorry, we're, you know, we're gonna
2: talk man. more about rise up right after we hear hey from the moon all that right here on the tortoise and hair experience on the Tortoise and Hair experience you just heard Hang Me From the Moon by the Barbarian Overlords uh, off their second full-length album Rise Up and uh, get this if you want to experience the album and it's all its full glory you can buy it on iTunes I'll have the link on the blog but get this if you actually want to see it in person, uh, head out to Molly Malone's. I'm gonna have the link to the invite so people know exactly just where Molly Malone's is. I've been there uh, to Molly Malone's, I think like three or four times, um, and they just—is uh, it just me or did, is there like a second upstairs? Like no,
4: is there an upstairs now? It's two
5: it? rooms. There's only one level, the, bar and, the, there's the bar and then there's the, yeah. the, the the concert hall, I guess. You okay, could call and
4: then concert. there's another one in Phuket. Is that the one you're talking about? (laughs) No. 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 (laughs) Okay. It looks identical. It's a concert
5: hall, man. It's like a big hallway.
4: (laughs) Just so everybody knows, we're not playing the Phuket (laughs) Molly Malone tonight, but maybe next year. Mm. And
3: it's not not tonight. I'm sorry. No, no, no. no, no. Okay, don't don't confuse people. Don't listen to a word this man says. Pretty Um, much. So that's March 8th, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. March okay. 8th. March eighth.
2: And for more information, barbarianoverlords.com. and like I said, I'm going to have all the links uh, on the show notes, so you can either buy the album or you can um, go watch them in person, which uh, I highly recommend. Uh, Doing gotta, both. Yeah. Do, do if you can do both, even yeah. better.
3: Yeah. That's well. You have to do both. Come on. You don't have. There's some people well, that can't. Well, yeah, but well, but you know what? You know, get real. It's and worth do it. both. It's worth. It. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, I, I also saw that you guys uh, just got some new uh, Barbarian Overlord uh, baseball swag or baseball tees.
5: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: that's brand new. Any, any other new, brand new merch though, that you guys got going on
5: for that? Just, uh, just that for now. And the physical copies of the CD will be available also at uh, oh, the show on Saturday if you're more into that rather than downloading it. Right.
2: Mm-hmm. Are, are you buying uh, or are you playing the full. Uh, album in its entirety
5: no i think we're playing every song off it except for two songs <clears throat> and i think we might be playing two songs off of our first record uh-huh. and then yeah i think we might pull out some other stuff too but it just all maybe, depends yeah, on time i guess
4: maybe a cover tune
2: mm-hmm. yeah what Thanks. covers do you guys do
5: um, we do oh, a couple. That. Some Zeppelin, <laughs> Zeppelin, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a Beatles
3: song. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly Patsy Cline.
0: That'd be <laughs> great if you guys could do Patsy Cline. Oh, well,
7: actually, so we, we want we to do. Uh, we do a little Richard in song Care of the the Blues Bong,
5: Paul, Sally. We okay. talked about
0: doing in Care of the Blues. Ooh. Patsy Cline. Nice. Which is very. We could do a
4: nice version of that. I think. Yeah, that's actually yeah. the same well, yeah, song as Misery from Pink. Yeah, which Harry, I was singing have, uh, when um, we went on the air. or Jones does a version of it uh, from, uh, is it uh, in the Night, Night, something. But it's basically the same doesn't arrangement. doesn't the blues, mm-hmm. Patsy Climes? Well, it's all the same arrangement. It's just different words. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. same three chords. The same basic chords, yeah. Three chords It's actually a very interesting blues arrangement, though. It, it differs from most blues. Very interesting. I'd like mm-hmm. to, to follow that 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 chain. I've been studying those versions in the last couple weeks nice. of those different, of that specific blues arrangement, because it's different than your standard 12-bar <laughs> blues.
3: Did you go to school for um, music? Yeah, I, like I went I, to school. Yeah, I <laughs> took, uh, <laughs> for yeah, music?
4: I, yeah, I minored in music in college, majored in art.
3: Nice. I find uh, a lot of people, a lot of musicians lately are, are not studying, and you know, I always want to encourage everybody to study as much as mm-hmm. they possibly can, you know, get in there and take classes and, and learn music uh, theory and history because there's no more appreciation for music. So I'm always trying to encourage that. I, I don't know well about I that, though. Yeah.
2: Uh, Max, and, and I'll say this Ooh, it's going to get ugly now No, I don't think so, because I'm, I'm just, you know bum, bum, A smarter bum. perspective No, I I, I think <laughs> but, not But here's the thing, there is an appreciation for music Because if you didn't appreciate it Then why would you be making well, it,
3: yeah, but you it, it? But music appreciation Is a little bit different, it's like really Studying the masters and Going all the way back and You know, where music came from And, and the f- different forms of it And not just appreciating what's on the radio Right now You know So it's like You know If you don't Go back and, and Listen to Patsy Klein or, or listen to The Beatles Or Zeppelin Or the Chattanooga you, Choo-choo Exactly You know No No <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that was beautiful. I really yeah. think <laughs> <laughs> it was perfect <laughs> timing. <laughs> <laughs> it was perfect. <laughs> it was about to get ugly. It's like no. Yeah.
2: Well, you know, but you're but entitled but to your opinion. I'm entitled to mine. Yeah. Mind. Yeah.
3: I I'm think a musician, are so. Though, aren't they? <laughs> I mean, we'll go to
4: the blood. Like theory, right? Is is really important? Yeah. But you know, you got these guys that study theory all their life. They have no feel. Right. You know? Exactly. This a the guy that just just plays the harp. And Right. And feels it and doesn't doesn't think about what note they're playing, mm-hmm. and that's a whole another side of it. So I think you got to yeah. bring those two worlds together. Right,
3: Otherwise a nice balance. I, yeah. I have that argument in my house or my house growing up because my oldest brother is the principal bassoonist for the Miami Symphony. He has zero feel for anything else than I mean he can do jazz, but. He, he listens, no, but... No, no, now. Is he listening now? Oh, probably not. Um, <laughs> yeah, that would be a miracle. Um, yeah, my family never listens to anything I do. Um, no, but he, you know, we would have that argument because we always wanted to jam, and everybody in my family is a musician, and, you know, we would, we would jam all the time, and he just would be like, you know, where's the structure in this? It's like, ah, no, just let it go and, and just feel what the music is doing, and he can get it
5: yeah I think that's what all comes no down offense. just you just gotta feel it all. you get to the point where you're good enough, I guess, and you just it just becomes something natural mm-hmm. you know?
2: I, I play guitar and I play guitar specifically for myself, I'm my own audience. Mm-hmm. <coughs> I don't play for anybody else um and wh- when I am playing i'm i'm I don't have feeling. <coughs> it's very you know just robotic. it's like okay, now I'm gonna change to this and I'm gonna change to that. So for me, I'm still trying to understand how to get feeling and
5: you'll get
0: that with and, time. Yeah. Just, the it's, more just, you do it's from
5: it. doing it over and over yeah. and Once yeah. you do it, you just pick
0: up the guitar. I mean, mm-hmm. for me, guitar-wise, it took me a little while to get the feel. and then mm-hmm. almost instantly, it's very strange. I picked it, it up the clicks. one day and I could yeah. run scales and I could do the blues all the way down, and mm-hmm. I woke up one day and I just could do it. It's very strange. And it was, was almost literal mm-hmm. like that, so it takes. Time, you just got to get it in your hands just all the time. To keep
4: yeah I like to say it's like a language if you were to learn Spanish tomorrow you'd be going like what's the word for C I don't know <laughs> so you would think about it too much okay right. but then yeah. once you do once you, in the back of your mind you know what C is you know these 15 different words in the language and you make a sentence then now you're just thinking a thought through the language yeah. so keep versus, it at it, you'll get it Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <versus> well,
2: <laughs> well this all goes into JK which you know who was a guitarist but now he's converted being a bass player Mm -hmm. and i kind of want to know you know was it easy coming from guitar to bass (laughs) and understanding that
4: language (laughs) it's uh bass is completely different Mm. it's like a similar instrument but um once i started playing bass i actually had to actually start learning how to play bass because i picked up a bass and started playing like guitar and it's completely different they're two completely different worlds you know Mm. and um I, i always say if
2: if you're a bassist You have to be a good dancer because that's that's the beat.
6: GK's
5: got moves. Yeah, I I got some moves.
6: (laughs) You just have to, you know, you follow the drum, so you just
4: have to, you know, be able to follow the groove. I think that's what it's all about. And and how? As as far as the bass.
2: And and your progression, uh, tell me about that. His riffs are better. My than progression. A lot
4: of How's my progression on bass? <laughs> You're pretty good. Yeah, let's take a vote, guys. <laughs> Scale
5: one uh, to ten. Scale how one, one to doing? ten. Yeah. Ten being the best.
4: Yeah. Four. It's alright.
5: I'm still
4: getting
1: there, I guess. Yeah, a lot
4: of bassists have trouble with very fast riffs, and you get a guitar player who's used to playing you know, lead and rhythm and everything right. else, and then you know they, they take on the the, the the groove of a bass and learn the technique, and they can just <clears> rip. See, GK
5: is very, he's very rhythmic. Like, I mean, to begin with, like just from his playing, like when he plays guitar and stuff. I mean, he's very, very rhythmic. He's very tight. So, like me and him when we're playing, we just we lock in, like instantly. It's really easy. So I don't know the bass. I think comes pretty natural to him. I know a lot of guitar players.
4: working with the drums with the bass. A lot
5: of guitar players out there will pick up a bass and they'll play the bass like a guitar. They call the basses, you know, it's easier (laughs) than the guitar because it has four strings. But like he said, it's 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 a completely different. different.
4: Yeah, it's complete. I'm still learning.
5: Because, yeah. like, if I played a string intru- instrument, I'd play at bass, because, like, there's all those cool runs and stuff, and it's right. almost like drum fills. You know, you can do all those cool walks and whatnot.
4: Yeah. And You're learning all these runs and stuff like guitar. I mean, you do a lot of runs in guitar, too. But the guitar like is bullshit, bass. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's all about the bass and drums. <laughs> well, what's, what's interesting, though, is in group-based uh, blues like this, uh, the, the guitar and bass sometimes uh do identically the same thing only in different octaves mm-hmm. and so these these riffs become a riff that the entire band does together sometimes and then of course we go off into our different sections <coughs> but um but yeah that's that's what i like about it i like D K as a bass player because it's just thanks he just man. rocks it
6: thanks joe
3: <laughs> 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 i like it it looks at you yeah. thanks joe that's nice that's fantastic Um, I'm a huge bass and drum groupie. No, she's just kissing you. Cool. No, I really am. (laughs) You want to go out with
5: me and GK? I think I'm just going to go. You want to go out with me and GK? Are you guys single? Are you guys single? (laughs) Well, I am. GK has got the old ball and chain. Uh. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) No, (laughs) I'm kidding. I love Jen Fish. (laughs) Jen Fish? Bish. Bish. Nice. She's a nice girl. She's actually going to be running the merch for us on March 8th. So if you want to meet her, you can meet her then. <laughs> and you can get this
3: new so baseball swag. Yeah.
5: yeah.
2: So you, you walk up to him and be like, "So you're the old <laughs> <laughs> <That'd> be Everybody. <funny.
7: laughs>
3: hey, can our listeners get a discount if they go up to Jen and say uh, hmm. that um, hmm. they heard about it on the Tortoise and Hair Let Experience? Me call
0: the <laughs> office real quick. Yeah. <laughs> 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 or can they can we get an extra
5: <laughs> sticker? If they go up there and say "rubber baby buggy bumpers." There you go. Yeah. Oh. Rubber oh. Rubber all right. right? right there. Buggy there bumpers. Oh. Yeah. Rubber
3: That's baby buggy yeah,
5: I mean, Rubber baby buggy bumpers. That's a right. famous Arnold Schwarzenegger quote from Last Action Hero. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly,
2: one of your major influences in it's movies.
5: Probably the greatest human of all time, that guy. Let's be real. All right. Yeah, so all right. Either they're a major Arnold fan. I'm 100% serious show, when Arnold I say right? that. Right. So.
3: Well, let's hope Either way, they, that get they listen to our show. Right?
5: That guy's awesome.
2: What is it about Arnold that you like?
5: He's the king of kings. Look at everything he's accomplished. He's literally done everything he's wanted. Literally everything.
3: And everyone he's wanted.
5: Yeah, exactly.
3: (laughs) And he's an immigrant.
5: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's crazy. Aren't
3: we all? That's true.
5: Well, I'm just saying. That guy has done a lot of cool stuff.
2: Okay. Or Do you want to have a uh, career similar to him? Will you be the governor of California, please?
5: I probably, I very well may be one day. That'd be cool. I'll be like, that guy who's on my show. Voting <laughs> no, it's not, it's not, what, like someone like Arnold Schwarzenegger, it's not, it's not, I don't want to do the things he's done. I just, I just respect someone that just doesn't give a fucking vote other than what he wants to do. I mean, I respect that a lot. I mean. Is that
2: you? Do you?
5: I think so. I'd like to think so. I kind of try to do what I want for the most part. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah
3: <laughs> No, no, I'm kidding That's because he doesn't have a, a ball and chain yet <laughs> No, I just think He won't be doing anything anymore I don't know,
5: I think you got I think Arnold is one of those He like, he sets on a goal And he commits himself to doing it And then he accomplishes I just think he's one of those people that can He just sees what he wants to do And he knows how to make it happen just, I just think he's Not everyone has that And I think he does
4: In, in a dark way I'm seeing a similar thing with Charles Manson Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely not a fan, but he didn't give a fuck, and he did what the hell he wanted, and I don't know. Yeah, just like you know, is he you also have your respect idol? Or? For you
5: got to have respect for Charles Manson to some degree, though. Look at what he was able to do. He's able to make people do what he wanted. That's insane. Who can do that? It's crazy. Think about Hitler. it. Yeah, I know. Well, that guy, he had a lot of power <laughs> too. I mean, I mean, come on.
4: Both of those. Granted, guys yeah, some of these guys are out. doing
5: bad things, but you can't disagree. Like, Turtle. Yeah. Like they're. They're able to do things that other people can. I mean, not every day you can go, hey, let's go kill six million people, let's go genus let's go, you know, have a genocide or whatever. Not everyone can do that. I mean, as insane right. as it is and it's it's wrong, yes, but at the same time, it's like, that's pretty crazy.
3: Yeah, it's uh, mind manipulation. Yeah. You know.
4: What's the line from Jurassic Park? That uh, just because you can do it, you have to ask the question: Should you?
3: Right, Jeff Goldblum. <laughs>
4: yes just <laughs> one you've seen <laughs>
5: Jurassic Park huh I have <laughs> at it's least funny. four times <laughs>
2: <laughs> my Why favorite line from that is when uh, the guy goes out to find Ooh. the velociraptor and then the Ooh. velociraptors trap him
4: and then he's just with his gun he
2: knows he's going to die he's like
4: clever clever girl." Yeah. <laughs> my, <laughs> my daughter was born to Jurassic Park the doctor wanted to see it so he put it on the television set during the birthing and uh, and <laughs> he kept cool. asking me to comment while she was being <laughs> born. <laughs> like what did they do here, Joe? I'm like
3: horrified by that. That's As a mother, cool. I'm horrified. There's screaming going
4: on on the on the tube. There's screaming going That's on cool on though. the bed. I think it's it cool. Just like, it's, cool. Yeah. Yeah. it's like yeah. It's different.
3: What? Yeah. Hey, the the doctor was me.
4: into it. What can I say? Well, it should have been about what, what your wife was into. Out, you know? The heck. Yeah.
3: <laughs> you know, I wanted like, you know, Well, they are divorced now,
4: so does it
5: really
3: matter what his wife's into? Well,
4: <laughs> it was the doctor. It was the doctor. Or the doctor. <laughs> all about Sorry. the doctor.
3: The doctor's getting paid.
4: That's right. He wanted Jurassic Park. He wanted the right? screaming.
3: <laughs> oh. It should be about the girl who has got her legs in the stirrups. God, it's true. I have two kids. Yeah, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> Turtle, do yeah. do you want kids? Do you want to have kids? Um,
2: you know what? There there are different points in my life in, in the day actually. Shit. Um, that there, there. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. Yeah. I'm a flip flopper. You know. Sometimes I want to have kids. Sometimes I don't. Um, I, I'm right now. I'm just focusing on finding the girl first. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> that know? would be a good thing. Let me find the girl, and then later on, you know, I'll come to that bridge when I get to there.
3: Yeah. And so, for all of our listeners out there who are single and cute, um, you can write in to uh, <laughs> <laughs> most importantly <of> <laughs> in, into the show and um, you know get a date with Turtle because he he needs some company he's I, yeah. sad he's a sad turtle sad power. turtle yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah it would make a much better show if, you know, know. If turtle got laid uh, i'm just saying
2: i don't know i don't know if it would or not you <laughs> know it's it's funny though uh because i just gave up like all my porn you know recently i just like deleted Why did you it do
0: that exactly
3: um <laughs> <laughs> you could tell the single guy who chimes in immediately. I did. That oh, was that, was that was guy. No I had you. you Well, you're single it. too. So. Joe Spadaro
5: would have picked that up <laughs> Yeah. Off of you uh, for sure. Sorry.
4: But there's plenty of... Right out of back. the dumpster. There's plenty of bunnies in town for tortoises to chase, though, aren't yeah, there?
2: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It, 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 it was just time, you know? It was just time in my life to be like, you know what? This is, This is kind of holding me down way too much. Uh, you know, it's keeping me from actually talking to girls because it's like, well, you know, why go, you know, talk to a girl when I can just watch something and get stimulated from that? So it's keeping me from that.
4: It's a lot easier because you can bring the girl in and you can both watch it. That's why. Oh
3: shit. Yeah. There well, you go. Not See? All that,
4: yeah, they're not. Well, that's so. unfortunate. But the good <laughs> <laughs> ones are.
3: Listen to the Overlords.
4: Okay. Well, no. we know who the pervert of the band
5: is. Right. Joe Spadaro, everyone. <laughs> Ladies, if you're into
3: watching porn.
5: So, <laughs> if you're wondering who that, if you're wondering from the band that creeper that's going to come up and ask for your autograph, Max,
4: There's
5: this the guy right here, this guy, guy with awesome. the curly hair. Totally awesome.
3: Good. Which he was actually the first person that approached me at hey um, Max, Nam. Max, how you doing? Yeah.
4: yeah. What are you doing sitting out here? Scale right. one to <laughs> ten. <laughs> <laughs> Were you freaked out? Were you freaked
5: out? <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, no. She was. She was like, get the I what get to away from me!
7: The fuck yeah. is this guy? I'm
5: just trying to have a moment
3: alone, no cameras involved. <laughs> no, it was a good time. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good time Max
2: is single too By the way
3: Yeah How do you know that You don't know <laughs> we, What we, my life is Last month we t- talked Well whatever I,
2: Is that changed Yeah uh, Who knows involved in your life? I have
3: no idea well, I'm making no kids, comments
2: and
5: if that didn't work out What's the point even right
3: Well I was married For 20 years oh, Again So,
5: so that's yep. 20 years Of your life Right and Destroyed you talk To this person Absolutely not So that's 20 years Of your life You just kind of Threw away Yeah
3: but I have Amazing but children But you got cool kids So I that's do. cool I do And um uh, for Danny Shaka fans, uh, go to her her website and friend her and yeah. do whatever that is that she's trying to get more people. Yeah, what, what yeah. is she
2: doing? I know
4: she's out in Florida. Just yeah, in Florida. Know,
3: yeah, she's in Florida and Max she's was in, in Florida. Yeah. In fact, true. I think
4: I saw her band at the Treehouse one day. Yes. Yes. In isn't day. that
3: isn't that crazy? Joe and I knew each other way, way back in the day and he saw my band. Awesome. Yeah. How the was treehouse.
4: You? Rob Halford used to go into Treehouse and sit with all these different bands. Yep. And uh, yep, there was often. one band there called Rocks and uh what was the name of your band at the time? Chaos. Chaos. And she mentioned her Rocks, band. I was Chaos. wait a minute, the treehouse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, my band rocked. What happened? Yeah. Johnny Depp used to open for me.
2: Th- then what happened? Um
3: and Alfred was sitting, of our course. Our drummer right? died. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the band it's cannot go rough. on without the drummer. No. You can always get a replacement. Oh, Take notes, guys. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it's it's true. We had to we had to disband on that. But mm. yeah, it was funny our, our conversation about that, you know, because that, that was so long ago and you don't remember right. all of those <laughs> bands that you're in and just like right. sorry. No, it was awesome. Yeah. It was an awesome thing to remember. Thank you.
4: where Way to go, Joe. What was that little place down on South? Was it no Miami Beach that used to have his original? I think you, you played there as well. Um, wow. It's like... Uh, Stalker really alert. Really alert. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> oh I just remember. Oh, my God, dude. Can you stop? played.
5: Well, we played the same <laughs> place. So
4: great. Yeah, yeah. And well, you know, there
0: was... May 2nd,
3: 1902. It Any hope of someone coming up to our show now <laughs> That. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I, um. What, what was the name of that place? There is. It was
4: named after the street name, but it was an original place where, and m- not many were in Florida, you know.
3: There. Yeah. There was a. Uh, there were some fun places down there. I. I was a big um, Button South person. Mm-hmm. I played there constantly, mm-hmm. and uh, Button on the Beach and Penruds and yep, those are our Summers old walls. and yeah. Mm-hmm. Good times. Good times. So, mm. where did you guys start?
5: Um, like how mm. the band came together?
3: No, individually. Like, where where was your roots from?
5: Oh, I'm from Minnesota. Oh.
3: There's no music in Minnesota.
5: Well, me, for me, I started yeah. playing drums yeah. originally because um, my dad played guitar. So I just kind of looked at him like my dad needs a drummer. So I started playing drums, and then I was in bands with my dad growing up. So that's what I did. So I played all these old songs like Mustang, Sally, and nice. you know CCR songs and stuff like that. So that's kind of where where I kind of started. And then, uh, so yeah, and then and then when, because I was 11 when I started playing drums. And uh and then my mom was listening to Led Zeppelin too. And I remember. Done. And I and I knew about Zeppelin. I knew about bands and stuff, but I didn't really like know who these bands exactly were. And uh, I remember my mom was listening to Heartbreaker, and for some reason I don't know why, but the drums stood out to me on that song, when an, I don't understand why the drums aren't even, sounding really that good of a drum recording compared to some of the other mm-hmm. stuff. It's a guitar song, and but I don't know. I was like, oh, I just wanted to, to really, like, this is awesome. So then that's why I started, started getting really into drums, and then I was, you know, my dad taught me click, click, boom, click, click, boom, and then just from there I kind I'm just, I'm a self-taught drummer, and uh, I have bad habits because of that, right.
4: but whatever. It. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you mean like breaking sticks or breaking symbols? I don't like breaking anything. Breaking everything. He breaks everything. He's like animal.
3: Oh, that's not yeah. good. He looks like animal. That'll too. cost you a lot of money. Yeah, well, I was
5: going for the I you know, hope you have an endorsement. Charles Manson.
2: That's
7: trying
3: to the book break I'm going gone. for. Yeah? No. Just breaking everything? Yeah. Guys,
2: we are uh, running out of time. Uh, any last words uh, before we. Uh,
4: March 8th. CD Bal-Balons. release, Bally Malone's. Los Angeles.
0: Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> March 8th. Approximately 9 o'clock, mm-hmm. and also we have our friends, The Three Trees, opening the show for us. We're pretty excited about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, they go on about, Three Trees will go take the stage approximately I have a 8.50, set times. and then we're yeah. on about uh, 9.20 or yeah. so. <clears throat> I have
2: the set times. Is 7.50 to 8.30 is Amanda Waters, 8.45 to 9.25, Three Trees. And then from 940 to 1030, Barbarian Overlords
1: rock the house. I just want
5: to say, Amanda Waters, I contacted you on Facebook via <laughs> message, and you never got back to me.
3: <laughs> and she claims to be a big Led
5: Zeppelin fan. So <laughs> just Maybe saying. there's a
3: reason why she's not getting back to you. Maybe. Overlord. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Guys, thank you so much for coming on the show. Really appreciate it. And thank you so much for letting us uh, preview uh, your second full-length album, Rise Up. Uh, really appreciate it. Uh, for more information, contact attack them barbarian overlords.com and um, we leave you with eagle eye.
1: To farmer and the scientist.
2: and hair experience and um hmm. uh, it's now time to share another experience yeah so you went first uh, i did last so it's time. your turn my turn okay so last show i was talking to you about how i had a second job right and right I was trying to um get my cycles all intertwined and to make it all work right guess what i just got my cycling all worked out yeah and i lost the job
7: (gasps) no i didn't
2: lose the job per se but what had happened was one of the owners of the company um is married well they're both married and uh what ended up happening was his wife got an extremely lucrative job offer except it's in oregon and you know the husband being a good husband is like, well, you know, we're we're gonna go, and I'm gonna, you know, I'm not gonna say no, you know, right, good right. for the family. So he moved, and uh, the other guy, the, the company's so big that he needed the other guy. So now the other guy, what I, what ended up happening was he's now consolidating, and you know, not being right. a, as big of a company. Oh man. So he, he's like it's great for them, but sucks it's great for, you. for them. Yeah. And, I, and it was funny because I just got my cycle and my timing all right. And yeah. it was just like, man. And, uh, I hate that. Yeah. But you know what? That, that's fine. I, I didn't mind it because that, that, uh, job came in at such a right time when I needed the money, you know? So now right. I, I just now have to find like a second job. And, and the thing that I loved about that other job was they were so accommodating with my schedule. And it's so tough to find a job that's going to accommodate my I'm not saying I have a very hectic schedule, mm-hmm. but it's a very weird schedule that, you know, is very uh, non-flexible. Non-fle-
3: right. Yeah. So,
2: you know, that that's kind of what's going on uh, right now, too. Wow, not that I'm, I'm stressing sorry. or anything like that, but it's just.
3: Yeah, nah, It's nah, nothing to stress about. Yeah. You know, I have this, this way of thinking. And um, if everybody thought this way, I think we'd live in a better world. Okay. You know, if you wake up in the morning and you wake up, it's a good day. You know, don't right. think any further or in the past. Just be in the now and grateful. And it's just going to be spectacular if you come into your day with that attitude. Okay. Yeah, when you think, right? And, you that's know, it's, that's, that's, that's my way of thinking. You know, it doesn't work for everybody, I guess, but you know you know cuz people like to hold on to anger and resentment and you know fear so that's uh, that's the basis for a lot of people you know their their existence is fear so once you get rid of that you can just be happy so don't worry about like not having a second job or the money it'll come you know just believe it's going to happen and you know be comfortable in your day
2: cool yeah that's what i've been experiencing well no, i've like been experiencing um
3: well i'm you know i'm sorry for that loss for you. Um my experience is I got another job.
7: <laughs> 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 I all my job
3: back. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? I'm sorry. Yeah, I have like fifteen flippin' jobs. And um yesterday I get a call uh, from a friend of mine, um, Albane for Leather, and he he's he's a designer and uh this company came to him uh because they need to make prosthetics, um, and these prosthetics have to be like sewn in to like this whole form, right? So he's going to do the sewing because he's a what designer. What kind of
2: prosthetics are we talking about? Just
3: to um, clear. well, here's the thing: uh, they asked Al um, who had the best breasts ever,
2: ever, ever. That's, that. that's a very Ever. subjective, you know, cause right? some guys like big breasts, some guys like small breasts.
3: Well, in a designer's point of view, in, you know, there was, and there was many people involved. It wasn't just, you know, that, um, and Al said, well, you gotta call Max Wassa. So, uh, so they did, and <laughs> they're going to make a cast of my breasts, and it's going to be a, um. A prosthetic that transvestites women with mastectomies. I can't talk today. It's the baby bumper boogie yeah. something <laughs> right. whatever they tried to make me say, and now I'm now I'm lost. Um, so that's you know for all of those reasons, and maybe some S and M kind of stuff, you know, too. People want to just play with my boobs. Um, I'm I'm in a little bit. A fear about how this is all going to work out. Well, um, <laughs> well, of course they're going <laughs> to Where's me. the fear? <laughs> the fear is that I do all of these autograph shows, as you know. Okay. And um, the fear is that one day somebody's going to walk up with my breasts in their hand. Well, why is that and fear? That you want me to sign
2: thing. them? That's like, cash. That's saying, hey, you, you, your stuff is selling.
3: No, I. That shouldn't be I fear know. That should
2: be. You should want there to be a, bil- a line of a billion guys or girls. You know, with your <laughs> breast, saying, please autograph this. I think know, that would be the most it's,
3: flattering it's, thing in the world. It's bizarre. It's a bizarre position to be in. And as our, our guest Michelle knows very well, um, you know, when you have fans and, you know, they are very into everything that you do and um, how you are, they want to hold you close. And um the fact that they're gonna actually get to hold me close <laughs> <laughs> and you know, what kind of letters I'm gonna get after that. Um I, I'm I'm nervous. Uh yeah. So yeah. that's my experience. Okay. So I'm sorry for your job loss and worry, I'm happy for I my I wish
2: <laughs> my boobs could be <laughs> Yeah.
3: <laughs> I say we cast yours. Yeah. Let's cast yours.
2: <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> um Michelle Tomlinson, welcome yeah, to the welcome. experience. Uh, would you care to share an, an experience that you've been having recently?
8: Well, I, I haven't lost a job lately, and and my boobs are not getting cast in anything. I might have to check them out just to see
2: if I can cast them I'm in my sure fantasies.
8: I can go anywhere with them. <laughs> <one. laughs> um, uh, I don't know. I mean, there's there's so many amazing things going on. Uh, I truly wouldn't even know where to start. I live in a big giant space of gratitude usually, so. Um, I discovered when going through some challenges, uh, the more gratitude that I keep going, not to sound like an organic lettuce leaf or anything, but the more gratitude I keep going, the more great things keep happening. And so I'm actually launching a show and I've got a business that's doing well and I'm attached to a film that, you know, so I, yeah. But Yay. my boobs aren't going to be anywhere
3: fantastic.
8: Yes. <laughs> <Yet.
2: laughs> no, your
3: boobs are everywhere fantastic. Yeah, there you go. They're they, attached to me in i fantastic places. That's so right. That's, that's right. <laughs> exactly. And we would be happy to cast your boobs. Aww. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, I, I believe we have some peanut butter back there. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> Just cre- spread it out. You know what? I don't. I do know. If
2: peanut butter and boobs go hand in hand. I would be more of like a yeah. caramel or whipped cream guy. Well, no,
3: because you. you know what? Here's the thing. Whipped cream it it, it just melts off and
8: globs away. Yeah, and it's well, you have and to it's eat gone it
7: off quickly. That's well,
3: yeah, thing. but th- we're talking about casting, casting here. We're not talking feet. about eating, right? Oh. Pervert. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sorry. I did this. About yeah, yeah, right, oh. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Come on. I did this charity event once when I was doing Miami Vice where they put me in a vat of chocolate and if you've ever been in a vat of chocolate it's friggin hot Okay, it so have to be yeah, yeah it's yeah. really hot to it's be an, it's in a yeah. vat so you're like <laughs> crying out I'm chocolate. burning to death by you know death by chocolate for real and, um, and then I had to like sit there for like three hours as it hardened and then they auctioned off the pieces off of my body for this charity wow and yeah, it was insane. It was in, insane, and but it raised a lot of money. Um, I don't ever recommend doing that. No, I'm good. Yeah, I'm, I'm
8: good. Chocolate free. Um, I yeah
3: yeah. Did you ever hear yeah. about like the Goldfinger thing? You know, remember the oh, movie yeah, Goldfinger? Oh the, the,
8: the woman uh, died because the latex right. suffocated all of
3: her skin. Exactly. Yeah. That's how Until I felt. I felt in that chocolate. I felt like the that. Vat yeah, the of vat chocolate. of chocolate. <laughs> and there was. You know, photographers everywhere, and crowds of people, and watching me just being tortured to death. You know, for charity, the well, things it's
2: for charity, we do. So the things we
7: do. Yeah, yeah, Good
2: thing. yeah. Uh, Michelle Thomason, you can find at Michelle Thomason TV, and uh, today is kind of the kickoff to uh, your new series that you're starting on there.
8: Yeah, I, um, I started a talk talk show. Slightly different than this one for sure, and I bet you it's not. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so far nobody's talked about uh, casting tatas or yeah, but they will because I'll be on the show. Yeah, I was gonna say you're gonna be eventually a guest, so I think it's gonna have to happen. Um, I, I got inspired last year because I went through a splash of cancer. And when just a I, scotch, a little a bit skosh, of I just don't like to take it too, too seriously because then my head goes in this place where it's just awful. Yeah. You know, it was a little bit of hell on earth, but I was able to navigate finding heaven through hell. Right. And when I got through all of it, I'm now six months uh, or so cancer-free, which is pretty awesome. Um, Yay! Yeah, yeah, thank God. My mom kept saying, you know, it'd be such a great idea if you did some kind of talk show, because I have a a past experience a bajillion years ago doing stuff like that. And I was like, oh, no. I just want to keep just being an actor, and I don't want to do a show like that. And she kept saying, no, no, I think it's a good idea. And I was in the shower one day, and I started thinking about, like, All these different people and what they said, like, just comments on my blog post because I blogged about the cancer and what I went through and stuff like that. Just to, like, let other people know who are out there going through the same thing that, like, guess what? It happens everywhere all the time. Anybody it doesn't matter. And it's okay. You know, no matter what the the trial or tribulation is, you're going to be okay one Mm -hmm. way or another. And I started thinking about these comments that people would post or uh, emails that I would get directly and, and people saying, you know, I feel so alone. Yeah. Oh, I get so passionate about this. I almost cry every time I talk about it. Um, I feel so alone. And, and reading the, your blog made it feel a little bit better or, you know, I passed this on to my cousin or my aunt or, you know, it just all of a sudden became this thing where I... Standing in the shower, and I was rinsing shampoo out of my hair, and I was all of a sudden was like, oh! I had this clear vision of exactly what needed to happen, and, and the show, and what it needed to be, and why I wanted it to exist, and how, you know, people... Don't have to feel alone. At the end of the day, we all are. We're on an individual journeys. I could pass of a heart attack right now, and you would be here to witness it. But you can't take a part of it. Well, it you would know? go
2: viral with the video. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. so if you do
7: it, <laughs> and
8: we, <laughs> we would immediately cast months. your breast while doing it. <laughs> um, and, and, but there's no, there's a difference between knowing that we're going through things and we are alone on the earth as far as our individual journey and being really lonely. Mm-hmm. And being super lonely sucks, yeah, and especially sucks when you're going through really heavy stuff. And so this show was was born of that. and so uh it's a it's a video and a podcast. It'll get released simultaneously uh Wednesday, March fifth, which is tomorrow, and I just had heart palpitations. Um, <gasps> I know uh, i've I've gotten seven interviews done so far, so that's gonna be basically my season one and these stories are—they're um, so amazing. I have people on there who are talking about being cancer survivors and what what it was like to go through it, get past it, get on the other side of it, and what are they doing now? And mm. I have a, a dear dear friend of mine who, his wife, who was also a dear dear friend of mine, she had stage four breast cancer and they were fighting, they were fighting, they were fighting for her to live and she was. they were doing all these right things and trying really hard and she was uh, killed by a drunk driver on New uh, Year's Day of 2013. Man. So it's his story, his version of her story and how that affected him and what it's like to be the spouse. to go through that with somebody and as hellacious as it was and changing bags and cleaning up after her. And really, I mean, this guy is so top-notch human that he was just in it to win it with her. And to lose, lose the fight in that way was a blessing in some sense because her suffering ended, but as the spouse... The suffering didn't end. Right. No, of course in, not. In that moment on mm-hmm. New Year's Day. No, it'll um, never end. No, no. So there's a lot of a lot of survival that is the structure and the bone marrow of the show, and that's the message I want that specific show to uh, empower other people with. Of,
3: yeah. Like I, well, I have to say that um, for myself, I have to thank you because. In December, I was going through chemo, and um, I was talking to uh, our mutual, really good friend Dave Rita, Mm. who said, "You know, Michelle has gone through this, and she's, you know, surviving and thriving. And you know, you're going to make it through." And and really, um, yeah, I I, yeah, wow, I
8: did not know that.
3: Yeah, so I was, um, I read your blogs; it helped uh, immensely. And, you know, I was like, because, you know, when you're dealing with chemo and and being so alone, and I did it at Christmas time so that I would be, you know, um, just for the fact, like, I didn't want to burden my family, you know, so I went and I saw my daughter and had a really fun swimming with the dolphins and, you know, hanging out and, uh, and, you know, then went in for it. And then uh, kind of, you know, just was, yeah, just in my own healing and you know trying trying to heal and this was my third round of cancer in a different location so it's like yeah and what a lot of people don't know
8: you've when I when I when we had this conversation a few weeks ago whatever it was when we met uh, again at that at the photo shoot um I, I had no idea that you were somebody who had cancer whatsoever, let alone three different I call them brands because <laughs> again it keeps it. <laughs> it's true. Cancer's so heavy. I've lost, yeah. you know, people beyond dear to me of uh, soulmate humans uh to cancer, you know, and I so it's not something I take lightly, but right. oh my God, we have to have some kind of lightness, um when discussing the heavy because otherwise everybody just kinda loses their shit a yeah, little bit, you Yeah.
3: Know? And, you know, it it doesn't help to to like think so negative about it you know this no. happens it happens for reasons and you know you'll you'll get through um and if you don't get through on this realm you're going to get through you know to a bigger better place exactly and it's you know, kind that's of win-win my yeah you know it's, it's win-win it is a win-win um you know we we definitely don't want to go through it and don't no you know it's no hell on earth totally blows yeah it's definitely hell
2: to know yeah. what you, you do know, light
3: absolutely is. Uh, having,
8: you know? i mean mine was papillary thyroid cancer and so it heavy. was the biggest <laughs> blessing of my life uh you know it's not like i was a complete jackass or anything before that but it it made me really realize all the work I had already been doing for myself because I have such a wackadoodle, uh, history of my, of my mind. And we all do, you know, once you hit the age of 30 and on, you start to come with a U-Haul
7: mm-hmm.
8: and how you handle that U-Haul that you truck around everywhere with you really starts to define who you are. And so uh, it was my first year of marriage. I had just gotten married, uh, officially married in January of 2013 to get diagnosed with cancer April 9th, same year. So uh, it really helped cement our commitment to each other and my commitment to making sure that I'm healing uh, my mind and my spirituality and my emotions and everything else. It just heightened that commitment even further because it gave me an opponent uh, although a you know, pretty invisible opponent, but an opponent to mindfully just kick the shit out of and uh rise above it because life had gotten so sweet mm-hmm. that I was like, uh-uh. I am not going I'm yeah. not going down not any going weird down. road now that everything's good. I'm not gonna be that statistic that so many people become like, oh, so and so finally started doing great, then they got, you know, blah 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 and they're gone. It's like no <laughs>
3: no it's not gonna happen yeah well for you know for me I I never really talked about it publicly because you know our industry is very um sensitive you know so they don't want to take a chance on you if they think you're sick or you know insurance goes up and you know it's like I do stunts I you know and I shouldn't be because you know there's Problems in my body, and, and um, bones. but I don't ever tell <laughs> the production that because I just want to be a trooper and I just want to do my job exactly. And, you know, never, yeah. never be a problem. And um, you know, and it, it's really difficult to be in our position. And you know, because we want to talk about it, and we want to encourage other people, but at the same time, we don't want to lose jobs. And you know, and have anybody feel. You know sorry for you or you know like turtle who doesn't have you know a second job now and you know <laughs> it's kind of pathetic he has no girlfriend he's like living at home or it's turtle. you know yeah. we don't want people to know artist. that on the <laughs> <laughs> edge yeah, <True artist.
7: laughs>
3: yeah
8: yeah and that is you know you're right that is something that uh people will look at you slightly sideways about and i i can't believe how how lucky i was last year um with cancer, I was attached to two films and was in the middle of doing a play when I found out. And so the day that I found out, I lost it for about an hour and just was like, what? How is this yeah. possible? And then by that night, I was like, all right, I'm going to write a blog post about this and I'm just going to put it out there. And Whatever happens, happens, because if I lose a job, I lose a job. If I don't lose a job, I don't lose a job, and I'll be damned. I was able to stay committed to everything. The only time it really affected my business is when I was so hypothyroid, I couldn't... Like, when you're really super hypothyroid, you you can barely blink without it hurting, and Mm -hmm. you're so exhausted that getting out of bed is like it's it's truly like frozen molasses of of trying to do anything and that's when I would cancel clients and and classes and stuff like that and call in the big guns also known as my mom to be like dude I I I do need your help because you know my husband would be working all day and I would like I couldn't even drive yeah it's really important to have that support system support systems everything it's, for, it's everything
2: We will talk more about support systems But we're going to take a break As uh, we are lucky enough uh, To have uh, the Barbarian Overlords Woo-hoo! And uh, they Woo! gave us uh, some music To play off of their uh, latest album Rise Up And uh, we're going to listen to another song We're going to listen to Stillness and the Bee And then we're going to have more with our guest Michelle Tomlinson Right here on the Tortoise and Hair Experience Just heard the song stillness and the beat by the barbarian overlords which you can find at uh, barbarian overlords.com and uh with us still uh, i can't believe you haven't left is michelle tomlinson <laughs> and then,
3: and then. She's again <laughs> kind of running for the right? door <laughs> uh, which you
2: can find at michelle tomlinson.tv uh, we were just talking about having a good support system you're just diagnosed with uh, cancer at the at the last and she's um,
3: cancer free
2: you're cancer free um, and, uh, tell, t- t- tell me where it was anybody, uh, doing the exact opposite of being supportive where it was just like, Oh, you got, <laughs> you know, cause everyone yeah. always says that, Oh my God, I got cancer. So automatically you think no one's going to be a dick, you know? Oh
8: no. Dick's huh, abound. Really? <laughs> yeah. Really? It just happens though. Yeah. But I mean, it's, it's really not their fault. And then Max, I'm positive you can relate to this because people, they get uncomfortable. Everybody associates a major sickness with something, Mm -hmm. whether it's death or survival or positive or negative or their own fears, their own, I don't want to get, you know, nobody wants that phone call. My God, I don't know one single person that's ever said, I want to get the phone call at 8.30 in the morning that I have canned, nobody signs up for that. So
2: Makes for a great movie though. Yeah, right. You know, very realistic.
8: (laughs) Um, So yeah, there are people who, were definitely uh, not around really at all or not uh, check-in worthy or just kind of disappeared. And it, I, I know very well that it was their stuff, not my stuff. So I just never took much to heart about it and just focused on the people that were super there, my mom, my husband, my best friend. I mean, like, th- there's no way I could have made a single day without one of the three of them, there's no way. and then plus the everybody else you know i had other friends that were took me to doctor's appointments to get the biopsy which i mean you know so the support system really is so key in those moments and people will come and people will go and those who stay are the ones who are really in it to win it with you no matter what you're going through
2: now i'm really curious about you know we've already talked about your first season that you're launching which by the way Mm -hmm. login michelle thomason dot tv there you're you're gonna see the first episode um, of your new series, an intimate look with Michelle Tomlinson. Um, so you already have the seven in the can. Yeah. But y- y- here's my only thing: is that you have a lot of um, not the same kind of concepts, but y- you have the- these tragic stories that end up, you know, with some light at the mm-hmm. end of the tunnel. At the end of the tunnel. Uh, I- I'm thinking of already about second season, where it's like, okay, you already had the tragic now. Are, are you thinking about expanding that, you know? There's a
8: lot of different, Yeah, like my head is about to explode with the meetings I've been having, the production meetings I've been having because it's like, okay, we can continue going, like having cancer survivors intermittently and I'm interested in interviewing, I've got a, a Iraqi war veteran who's really interested in being on the show. I'm really interested in having the show because that's also bringing a slight political element To it of what is his experience was just being um, in the Iraqi war and what it is to be a vet in America today as for you know versus back in Vietnam and how nobody was supported you know Korea all these different wars and this guy is uh, unique in his own experience and his own story of it and so there's just a lot of human nature stuff that I find so yeah survival stuff that I find so interesting and it doesn't have to be so tragic right. it doesn't have to be about death and dismemberment and you know all these awful things but just human interest stories because that's what resonates with me a lot and that's what i'm finding resonates with a lot of people as a society i mean there's a new television show starting on abc called resurrection yeah what the hell we are a I'm society so that is I, see that yeah we're a society who's we're all seeking some kind of uh, like closure or some kind of peace and some kind of heaven through it all and some kind of joy. Everybody seems to be on this big mission of seeking that. And it's just a moment that fills me with le- what can I do to participate in that uh, for I, other people. I
2: have to tell you, death is something very interesting now. Um, that we live in a uh, Facebook social media world. I've had uh, some people that have died mm-hmm. and their Facebooks are still open. And what's kind of cool is people still share yeah. things mm-hmm. whenever on their Facebook. So it's kind of like they're not really, I mean, mentally right. they're dead, but like people are still posting as if they're still alive and they're right. still going through it. So I find that really fascinating right now with, you know, all these social sites. and
8: Absolutely. Absolutely. it's It's a... So I love social media. It's a beautiful outlet for people to connect that might not have known each other otherwise, or catch up with other people. And for that exact reason, uh, being able to uh, reach out and kind of help yourself with a little bit of closure type stuff.
3: Yeah, in that uh, at my at my other job, <laughs> one of our <over> fifteen. <laughs> yes, one of one Max, of the I fifteen need to throw jobs. Those I over here, okay? <laughs> um, yeah. Well. I would if I could. Um, when you have breasts and a degree, then, you yeah, know. Um, <laughs> Your tatas well, will be cast too. too. He's got I nice have breasts. nice pecs. No, he does. You know? He does. He swims a lot. I do. Um, Castable. Castable. But, uh, you know, I, I'm, uh, I, I do holistics and mm-hmm. I do past life regression. And I deal a lot with people wanting to know, you know, where they came from, um, how to disconnect from the baggage That they've carried uh through lifetimes and um you know and and it's really an interesting thing you know it's it's uh how to to get over your past and it's so many people are really fascinated with that and i think this this show resurrection is like you know really stemming from that kind of need of you know saying goodbye and talking to somebody from the past or just but having that moment but you have show right so you're just taking a mild yeah just keep I, seeing I, all yeah. these trailers on the television right. and they could just be aliens that are they you know mimicking <laughs> you know which it, it, really in my mind anything. if I was writing that show that's that's exactly the premise spoiler alert right <laughs> It it, yeah, would be I mean, fantastic. it really
8: could be absolutely anything. Right. It really could. But the, we're left with the feeling of these people coming back from do, beyond yeah. the grave. Do like, we really want watch. that
2: feeling? Do, do you really want to see somebody coming back years later after you finally had closure, after you yeah. finally moved on with your life, and maybe I you're seeing know. somebody
8: else? Maybe,
3: right. you know, so it,
8: it,
2: it, right. it leaves that whole... That's,
3: yeah, it's a really touchy... That's a know, tough
8: thing. I'm, I'm interested to see what they're going to do with this show, because... I mean, especially like if it's a spouse and you have moved on, Mm -hmm. you know, if it's somebody you can't move on from like a parent or a child or a sibling or something, those are the non-replaceable, you know, people. You can't get a new one, but you can remarry, for example. Um, That would be weird as hell. I don't know how healthy that would be for anybody. If
3: you could sit with somebody Mm -hmm. um, from your past or not even somebody that you've ever known, but that's passed on. Uh, who would that be? Oh, and
8: God, without question, it would be my dad.
3: Oh, nice.
8: Yeah, and without question.
3: What What would be the first thing out of your mouth?
8: Dude! <laughs> <laughs> I, the first thing out of my mouth is just seriously like, oh my, yeah, it would be dude. And, and it would be followed with a lot of laughter. Um, he was one of my soulmates. He and my mom, we were kind of the three musketeers, and... He will forever be the most amazing guy I've ever experienced in my life because we thought exactly the same. I mean, he was—you know—you have those people in your life you don't need to speak. Mm-hmm.
3: We didn't need to speak. That's amazing. Yeah, it was epic. Yeah, the, you know the father-daughter bond is a very special thing. It
8: really is. You know,
3: so when they're when they're gone, I feel it for myself. You know, the moment my father died, it was heart-wrenching. Mm-hmm. I would say, how can I survive without this man? Is you that know, who you would how, resurrect?
2: And, and, and talk you to? Know, who, who would you? Yeah,
8: who would you talk to?
3: That It's a difficult question, you know, um, because I've lost so many people in yeah. my life, and of course I, you know, would want you know, to ask my father, you know, are you proud of me? Or, cause
2: Why? You know he is.
3: What but do you get? Well, you no? it. Yeah, but you he's, it. he never like, yeah. he never said it. He never said but you it. Knew. I well, I you know, for me it was always you know what's your next project you know because I've been working since I'm seven years old, so it was it was always kind of equated to what I was doing and you know what what work it was but I, I you know he never said you know. I'm really proud of the work that you're doing, and until the moment he was dying, and my sister and I were standing next to him at the side of his bed, and he looked at us, and I had my hair straight, because um, my hair is very curly, as as you know, and um, he was petting my head, and he looked at my sister and myself, and he said, you know, my beautiful daughters, I'm so proud of you, and then he looked across the room at my mother and said who's that <laughs> and i was like oh, oh man <laughs> oh. oh so who who would it be for you
2: um there, there's a few like i said there, there's some jumping through my mind um maybe second place would be the earl of sandwich the earl of
3: sandwich uh,
2: that'd be second just because interesting just, you know like damn like the sandwich has conquered the world like yeah it's, thanks it's, it's gone on to become <laughs> hamburgers and the bun whoa you know <laughs>
3: But uh, awesome.
2: <laughs> yeah, but you know, for me, it, it, it would. To,
3: yeah,
2: it would have to be maybe uh, Ansel Adams. You know, I, I, I really, really? Ansel him. Adams. Really, That's a good one. Really enjoys photography and just I, I, I like how he can make the the biggest uh, landscape seem so small. You know, yeah. um, mm-hmm. t- To me, that was just amazing. But those are the two. I mean, you know, first Ansel and then Earl the Sandwich. Nice. Roger that. Yeah, big fan of the peanut butter and jelly sandwich.
3: Yeah, well, it's the peanut butter for me. Well, Just all together. Real
2: quick, and I'm dealing with
3: Not that I even eat it. But
2: But what what is your favorite jelly to put on the peanut butter and jelly sandwich?
3: Oh, Without question, cherry. Cherry? Yeah, I I, I like the black cherry, the big chunky cherry. First off, I can't eat many fruits so that's one of the only ones that i can so any chance that i get to spread it on something is like oh yeah
2: uh mine's is grape yeah the, really
8: I,
3: grape.
2: yeah and every that's so like normal like grape
8: jam where it's kind of like clumpy or grape jelly where it's just that like swish when you just both like both. in do you uh, like the squeeze
2: thing I'll, I'll take grape in any in any form any form like
3: a do you steal the little packets I from do. the restaurants? choking on grapes just a few minutes ago?
8: I,
2: <laughs> I brought grapes
3: in and he was so happy. I, like, I always bring things. Yes,
2: drinking exactly. wine.
3: Yeah, he's like, he's graping out. Yeah. That he's, turtle, he's, he's gonna a turn, grape guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're Violet, Violet. Exactly. What, what's your favorite jelly?
8: Um, I tried one recently that was a mango jalapeno jelly, which oh, really? uh, was jam. And uh, I quit eating refined sugar, so it's actually just naturally sweet by the mango and it was uh sweet and spicy that seems
3: like something denim dan would like because he's a spicy man so good yeah (laughs)
8: studio city farmer's market dude Uh, Mm. yeah yeah. i love that place
3: yeah denim dan has like an iron stomach he just i i've never seen anybody pile in as much hot sauce as this man can do really it's really amazing are you from new
8: mexico I'm from
3: Ohio. What? I Which is supposed right?
6: Ohio. Can't eat spice.
3: He's me. he's not I from there. Land,
6: and then I moved out here in 07. I started living and working with
3: from India.
2: Uh-huh. Maybe you could get closer to the mic. Oh yeah. There's yeah, right.
3: A second mic. <laughs> Yes, thank you. Thank you Denim Dan, for joining us.
6: Okay, <laughs> so I'm originally from Ohio where it's uh bland as bread. essentially like you know a lot of starches a lot of this and that like it's just when i came out here and was introduced to like as close to real indian as close to real uh thai as Mm. close to real japanese chinese as close to what you possibly can get in that home country. that That's what I believe L.A. is kind of for. It's like a mini version of the United States. It's this huge melting pot yeah. of all these cultures. Mixing and together. Mixing mm-hmm. together. And it offers everyone that wants to carry on that culture through food a unique opportunity because everyone comes to L.A. from all over the world. I mean, Hollywood... There's, there's downtown L.A., you know, the valley and everything. Everyone flocks to it, so they're like, well, let's really showcase what we can do. Let's really showcase what our food is truly made of from these countries. And when I came out here, I started living and working in Pasadena with this Indian family straight from India. The wife and family matriarch was a vegetarian, so she would cook everything. And then, like, the men of the family, which she had all, she had all boys, and... They were meat eaters, though, so, like, she would cook everything that wasn't, that was vegetarian, and then the meat, she would have them cook separately. Mm. So, she started slowly introducing me to the spices and stuff to where she would cook a meal for them, and she would give me, like, just the base starting rice, like, right before she adds anything, just the cooked rice or something, and then she just started adding a little bit, a little... Dude, it eventually got to, like, six months to a year after I moved there. I was eating exactly the same things they were. And I got to say, she makes an amazing, like... Spicy Indian turkey oh, for Thanksgiving—that so, is so amazing. Hungry right now. It's,
8: I am too, and I'm like, oh I my could gosh, go for some vegetarian right. Indian food. Right? Oh, it's yeah. Sad
6: oh, yeah. yeah. Hello. I what mean, time Ma- is it? <laughs> Max, Max has been with me when I go to we go to Thai or Indian places, and I look at the waitress straight in the eye, and I said, "I want you to literally set my mouth on fire. yeah I want flames." Which is not always from the best my thing mouth.
3: to say to a female. Not <laughs> you know. th- not th- yeah, um, my head is right? <laughs> <lovely. laughs> <nice, be> nice. <laughs> I just met this guy. I just met this guy. Be nice, be nice. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you
8: don't have to be nice.
3: It's, yeah, there's it's no, all right. It's, there's it's no right. nice on the tortoise and hair <laughs> experience. Yeah. If
6: I can if real. I can take the heat of Indian and Thai curry, yeah, I can take the heat take of the heat. Yeah. Uh, uh Michelle Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah oh, definitely.
8: <laughs> Um India sweets and spices. Mm. That if you haven't been there, it is so phenomenal. Super, super affordable. Amazing, delicious food, and the people who work there are so kind. It's over a uh, Los Feliz ish area.
6: I need an address. This sounds amazing.
8: Yeah, Yelp, dude. Yelp. I don't have the address, but I
6: can. I am now a member of Yelp. I just joined recently. Oh, welcome. I haven't written mm-hmm. re- haven't written any reviews, but that sounds like my first review India, right there. Swords
8: and spices. You, sh- you got to go. Yeah. Sunday they have sag paneer, and it
3: is. F- Ooh yummy. What are you doing delicious, on Sunday? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. She's married and she's directing a film on Sunday. Yeah, I'm directing oh. some uh,
8: videos for somebody's website for them on Sunday. Yes. Right. Fact. Then yeah. maybe having wrapped food in the sweets and spices now because I'm not going to stop thinking about it. Right,
3: yeah. We, we go to a place um, close to here called Assam and they're mm. so kind. Um, they're opened almost all the time except for when we want to go yeah <laughs> You're so right. yeah we stand outside sometimes and we just we bang on the door until they open it up and we record there and oh, nice. um yeah nice. they're very very kind <laughs> and, Oh, I love. and we love it. them it's a little teeny tiny place that's just authentic as heck and mm. um Mm-hmm. Yeah, we love them. Assam in yeah. uh, in North Hollywood. Well, Michelle, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. No, yeah. really appreciate thank it. You. But it real cool. quick, I want to mention that Michelle and I are doing a film together. Yes. Called No Service with uh, Renya and Mo, and we're very excited about you know women in power and, yeah. and directing and producing this film. Um, It'll be fun. Yeah, it's going to be great oh, fun. Oh, what's the premise, real quick? Uh, they, you got a minute. Go. Uh, there's <laughs> they, well, I don't want to give a, I don't want to give away the the film, but there's somebody who's trying to eat somebody. <laughs>
2: yeah. Is this a sexual film?
3: Or no. no, 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 okay. no.
2: It doesn't have so, to be, but it <laughs> sounds awesome, right? Yeah, there's spices or something yeah. like that. Um, look for it uh, now, immediately. An intimate look with Michelle Tomlinson out now, um, and I'm sure. You have seven in the can for the first season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be a weekly feature. Mm-hmm. Uh, go to Michelle dot TV to see this and you're videoing it and podcasting it. Correct. Yeah. So, uh, it, I'm, I'm assuming it's going to be on iTunes and... Uh, I'm going
8: to wait a couple episodes before it goes into iTunes. I learned something interesting that you need to wait until you have two to th- two to four uh, podcasts before you launch it on iTunes specifically. Because once you start getting an iTunes audience, apparently they get really pissed off that there's not more to listen to because they go... But that's the da, whole da.
7: binge
2: uh, thing. Right. The
8: Burger King method of the world. Right. So, uh, I'm going to wait until that, but I will have a podcast available tomorrow uh wednesday march 5th i will be there will still be a podcast i'm just not okay. doing it through itunes yet
2: and and these webisodes uh t- tell me um do they vary in length they do they all mm-hmm. okay uh
8: 30 minutes to i think the longest one is an hour when i interviewed my yoga my yogi guru
2: fantastic yeah i love yoga
8: yeah oh he's it, it, it'll be the interview for you for sure yeah yeah he's when when's so that? is that
2: the uh number six episode um he's
8: probably seven? gonna be i think we have him in the lineup as number three okay cool yeah, nice. he's super rad. Guy who invented the yoga shelter, Eric Pascal.
2: Mm. Uh, you know what? I need to talk to him because I have a billion dollar idea that me and him will just make Buku bucks. Don't say on. it on the air. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> 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 I'm like, you're <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll give you the idea. got to be careful. Off the air, Michelle. It's live radio. You can, you know. Tells well, him about it and then when he makes <laughs> When he makes his money Off of it Then you could throw A few fuzzles my way There you Fizzles. go How about that <laughs>
3: There you go I was um, gonna say duckest,
2: But we'll yeah. throw it <laughs> Michelle Go check it out uh, Immediately Because uh, This uh, which, which is great The show's out today And it launches today So uh, Thank you so much For giving thank us This you. exclusive interview Thank uh, you it's For perfect that Perfect timing Exactly Yay. And I'll tell you What we're gonna do We're gonna take a break And uh, we are gonna hear the song uh, your love is like gasoline then me and Max get to find out uh, the name of the show we get to name the show I know I love that and do our thoughts Uh, all that right here on the tortoise and hare experience We're back on the tortoise and hair experience. Uh, we just heard the song your love is like gasoline by our um, beginning guests. The guests that started it all the Barbarian Overlords, yeah. which you can find at Barbarian Overlords. You have
3: to like say it that way. .com. Like how? You have to. Barbarian Overlords.
2: Barbarian Overlords.
3: Coming to a theater near you. <laughs> oh, I almost said that over. very <laughs> I mean, That
2: does sound very music-esque. I'm not going to lie. It, it, I mean, not music-esque. Very uh, uh, movie-esque. Yeah. You
3: know? Yeah, it, absolutely. And the way they look... You know that's it's perfect.
2: Yeah, very perfect. So, um, Max, uh, before we name the show, uh, let's talk about some thoughts about today. Um, Did we learn anything? Well,
3: how could we not learn in today's show?
2: That's the thing. We should always strive to learn something. Yeah, you know, just like uh, I think I was talking with Michelle off camera, and we were geeking out over uh, the cameras that we use, and you know, telling her some things that I've learned throughout uh, the course of. uh, Creating the end of the shell podcast network and you know right. wh- wh- What I always say is I don't mind failing as long as I learn from it right, you know I accept it and you know, it's all par for the course no- Nothing I've ever done for the first time has ever gone. Right.
3: Yeah, you know? well, I don't you know I don't think that there's any such thing as failure I think everything is a learning experience and you take from that experience and you build on your life
2: Fantastic. Yeah, so uh, what, what else did uh, we we learn or uncover today? Um,
3: We learned a lot. You know, first off, uh, the barbarian overlords are... um, Barbarian overlords. (laughs) Are um, musical wizards that uh, have very interesting take on music. Patsy Cline and the ovarian <laughs> ovarian overlords ovarian you know what <laughs> that's, that's what's happening to me when you when you watch them when you see the the barbarian overlords it makes your ovaries Whoa. go into overdrive Whoa. so that's what happens when you see these guys um no i'm just kidding uh, <laughs> no but patsy klein really i i'm so I'm that's, so blown away by right. that. That was fun.
2: That, that yeah. Was, that was a fun fact about uh, the Barbarian Overload. So when you go check them out, uh, March 8th at uh, Molly Malone's, you know, talk to him about Patsy Cline. Have a little yeah, sesh. Yeah, ovaries. Yeah, niche about uh, Patsy Cline. I think that is cool. Um, time, Now time for plugs. Uh, do, you, do you have anything coming up? You
3: yeah, you know, anything? I always have a plug. I
2: know, that's why. It's, this is like your segment.
3: It's like, okay, <laughs> right, right. Go, go have a drink. Go, yeah. you know, take a walk or something. Um, Well, I always want to remind you uh, that you can make donations to enter the shell. Um, We, we encourage it. We welcome it. We love you for it. Um, Go on, on to our website, www.entertheshell.com, and there'll be an icon to your left and you can donate. Right, really. Actually, it's to the right, but never mind. I'm um, backwards. Um, I, it, Do you visit the site? Well, John Travolta <laughs> and I were kind of a little dyslexic right. today in the past week. I don't know. It's mercury. Okay. So, um, So, yeah, go on there and do that. We want to thank Mark Doty and the NoHo2 team, Um, Denim Dan, for his amazing abilities and uh, heart. We love him so much. Um, To Miguel for always, uh, you know, keeping it down. And... um, and uh, jose for not teaching a voice lesson at the same time that we are recording well what's um, <laughs> funny
2: was they were doing a, a real quick bass sesh were they before the show and i was just like oh, oh no it <laughs> <laughs> was great was they they it didn't happen so.
3: yeah yeah um go out and and uh sign up for um Downtown Attraction, uh, check them out. They are in the studio now with Mike Klink. Um, We want to thank Mike and our attorney, David Hellfant and everybody over at ESMG, and Juan for getting our rehearsals paid for. Um, We want to make a huge shout-out to Michael Grant and L.A. Guns. They are out on tour now. Make sure you check that out. Melody Guy, um, who is a newlywed, and she is out with her husband doing doing things together which is amazing so she's out on tour um nick mason is uh making the rounds uh check him out daisy de la Hoya, our girl daisy which
2: um, by the way i'm gonna put the link now uh i think it was two shows ago we went out with uh this kansas city band called evelyn awake yeah love them and this was right after the show and this is something that we do not 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 often but kind of you know every now and then we yeah. go out with the band or with the guest and we go we have lunch right we eat we, we, we eat, eat. And we just converse
3: just, and it's usually something strange so yeah, yeah. so
2: we, we went out with uh evelyn awake and uh we decided to bring some cameras even though i was against it
3: because there's right. sometimes where i'm just like you know what i just need i just need around. to eat and not have a camera yeah but, exactly yeah. And, No, you know I'm, I'm kind of no, there has got to be a camera
2: Right so that's where me and you differ sometimes I I mean private moments
3: Not too bad for you
2: And um, so we went out to camera And uh, we experienced that And uh, we put it up I'm going to put the link So you can actually view uh, the webisode I I Mm -hmm. think it came out pretty good and um, yeah, so I think that's just uh, kind of a cool concept that we did, and uh,
3: yeah. support us. Also, want to make a shout out to Jamie Pellington. Uh, my, she's, my girlfriend. Yes, Jamie is turtles turtles woman. <laughs> Even um, though she doesn't know it. No, she she realizes does it. Does she really? Did she she does you ever talk she about does me? talk about you? No she does. talk about you. She loves you. Yeah. No. Well, Who could not tell love me. you? Come on. She, <laughs> no, well, I'll tell you off camera. You get, get a lot of girls. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of girls get But, you know, it's all right. You know, one can dream. Um, But check out Jamie. She's she's out there making the rounds as well. We love her. Um, We also want to talk about um, a a former guest that we had on. We are the riot. They have a show coming up. Um, Go to their website and uh, check out what's happening with them. Um, jimmy trigger and the boys uh they're lots of fun
2: yeah i don't want to mention that we went out with those guys yes too.
3: we did one of them
2: was hitting on you hardcore it seemed um, pretty yeah, uh we know. amicable oh amicable,
3: we we know, yeah whatever <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Um, I want to make a a shout-out to Anthony Esposito. I will be seeing you soon. All the people down in Florida um, come out May 9th through the 11th at the WAPCon and uh, visit me there. What's Um, WAP? WAP is a new Comic-Con that's happening in Fort Lauderdale at the Convention Center. Really excited about that. Yeah, I'm going to be there. And for anybody who has gone to school with me or worked with me in Florida that can prove it and come to the show... They will get a surprise gift, oh. so <laughs> why, yeah. why do
2: you need to see people that
3: it's it, well because I you up. know that 's where I grew up, so okay. this is my first time doing a show in my hometown, so okay. um it 's kind of an exciting little adventure there
2: if, if I can just share this real quick um i i I, I go to this bar uh, I frequent it i 'm trying not to i 'm actually trying to not sober up, but i 'm just trying to. Uh, yeah, at, the sauce.
3: as he's drinking water well, on trying. air it's, On I'm, air at you know, right whatever time it is. It's not going very well, but I'm, I'm is really. Is it trying. 6 a.m. yet?
2: And uh,
3: I ran to two it's five people o'clock somewhere. that went to
2: elementary school with me. At the and bar, at the bar that frequent there a lot too, and, and they
3: said, "Damn, you're still a drunk."
2: No, no, they were just like, "Dude, you're a so life.
3: cool. I'm you like, were cool. Still now what happened?" <laughs> <laughs> no, really, I am. You get another drink, man. Yeah. Yeah, Getting me that oh, yeah. beer, Dude, yeah. they,
2: they buy yeah. me drinks like it's cool. They're like, "Dude, you're still cool. Here's another drink." I'm yeah, like, which is too. why I'm trying to stop. Because it's just like, "All right, guys, I've had too much. No, you haven't <laughs> had enough. Okay." <laughs> So, it's
3: it's fun to watch you pass out though. Yeah,
2: yeah. It is fun. You you now you weren't here for Mark Doty's birthday. I
3: know, and I'm so sorry for that. I was hey, yeah, hey, you know what another event
2: sometimes that happens, but uh you know, it's so weird and, and I tell people this whenever whenever you come to a, a you know, a Shindig here at Noho, Studio, NoHo Two Studio, and I'm here. You know, I, I'm always in the back. I'm I'm not really a part of what's going on. I'm always in the back, so I'm like, that's where all the booze
3: is. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Another reason why I'm it's to like, stop. where did all the booze go? Oh, turtles here.
6: Yeah. You don't, you don't have to be anywhere but the back because you're always shouting to the front. Yeah. Right? <laughs> 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 most everybody's Mark. Oh, yeah good times
3: <laughs> it's awesome, yeah, yeah, it's always a good time here at Noho 2 in yeah. the beautiful North Hollywood in California, yeah, to remind people where we're at
2: exactly, and if uh you guys want to use this space, log on to noho 2com dot com We highly recommend it, and uh we need to pay the bills, people yeah so, gotta keep the
3: lights on, yeah,
2: so please use this place so we can uh keep on using this spot um Max uh okay let's uh name this mother ever uh <laughs> um, it's not gonna be that no 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 i'm just, it's it's now time to name the show uh hmm what was what's the word that comes to you uh what when uh
3: um there's uh, rubber baby bubby bumper <laughs> I'm a professional at voiceover, and I cannot say rubber, baby, bubby. Buggy
2: Buggy bumpers? bumpers.
3: I want to say bubby for some reason. It's my grandmother. She's calling out, and she's interrupting my tongue.
6: Schwarzenegger can say it.
3: Right. Well, you know, Schwarzenegger can do everything better according to them.
2: (laughs) Yeah, you know what? Let's keep it at rubber baby buggy bumpers because remember, if you say that word when you go to Molly Malone's and you see barbarian overlords... And speak to Jen. And speak to Jen. They're going to give you something or something's going to happen. I don't know Something
3: will happen. They might give you a hug. Yeah. They might give you a bill.
2: Exactly. (laughs) So email us, turtle at entertheshell.com. Let us know what their secret uh thing when you say that was gonna be because I'm very curious uh to know that. So yeah. that, I guess that's the name of the show, Rubber Baby Buggy Bumpers.
3: Yeah. And a couple more things I just want to mention. Michelle Tomlinson is an acting coach and one of the best in the country. Look her up and get on her program. Get in there, uh, get coaching if that's what you want to do. If you want to be an actor, she is the woman to see. Um, TV. make
2: right. sure to go there that's where you can get in uh, contact with her. special right. thanks to Barbarian Overlords who have, have, were supplying the entire soundtrack the
3: entire yeah they the just show. gave us their whole new record how, how incredible is that yep so it's ma- not even out and they gave it to us and, and so we love them make sure to go out
2: support them get Rise Up uh, I will have the link for iTunes and uh, go see them at Molly Malone's. I'll have the link for the event on the show notes. So you guys can go and support them. And who right. knows? I might show up. Um, like I said, I might be on a date. I might. Yeah.
3: Not um, I can't wait to see who you show up with. Um, that, Is it a blow up doll? Are yes, you going to come with a course. blow up doll? That's oh, the, I'm the so only girl that. that
2: will say yes to me. Yeah.
3: It's turtle and blow. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> yeah, awesome. Um, yeah, uh,
2: and then uh, you're you're you always with the healing and the Reiki. That's
3: right. You can see me over at uh, Southern California Integrative Wellness Center in Beverly Hills. You can give me a call um, at three one zero eight 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 seven 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 eight. Make an appointment. Let's do some past life. Let's do some Reiki. Let's get you feeling better and on the road to wellness and. Um, and what else is, is happening? What else is there to do our little plugs about? Uh, I, I, think, I think we're all plugged oh out. Oh, no, you know to, what? Of course we're, we're not. Danny no, Mouse. of course we're not. Of course we're not because we also want to mention um, the Sun Cafe on, mm. on uh, Ventura Boulevard. No, Go over there. That's spot. Yeah, it is. It's fantastic. Get healthy, get raw. And, um, and drivingalliance.org. Uh, if you are going to drink as Turtle does and get slushy and messy. Well, I mean, that you only know, happens
2: a few times. It it time. like no, it happens all the time. No, you're a flipping time. drunk.
3: It happens all the time. It's just, <laughs> whatever. So, I- if you're going to drink and you're going to go out, make sure you call them, arrange a ride. They'll take you home for free. Um, just trying to keep the, the streets safe for um, everybody to drive on. Exactly. Yeah.
2: So Max, that's gonna wrap it up for another experience. It is. Well, until next time, um, yeah, until next time. Get the fuck out of here, Max. Get the. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, I'm just kidding. You know it's all love, Max.
3: It is love. It's love under the shell.
2: Exactly. Uh, We leave you now with the barbarian overlords and their song, "The Rising Tide."